welcome to the Soul Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, Rihanna. I'm a life and a business coach, and I am here to teach you how to create a life and a business that you desire from the inside out. This podcast is designed to inspire you every week with new and exciting topics that will help you become the happiest, most successful person you can be. We will talk about spirituality, mindset, universal loss, energy, self-love, manifestation, purpose, and more topics that will feed your soul. Get ready to discover your unlimited potential. Be a conscious creator and just have a great time while listening to this podcast. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of the Soul Sessions Podcast. How are you? How are you feeling? Uh, How is your day going? I've been doing really good. Today's Monday. I love Mondays. I love Mondays just as much as I love every other day in the week. I'm not kidding. Oh my God. I was thinking about this this weekend. And while we were having a really great weekend, I really thought, I really love my weekend days as much as I love the other days. It's not like, wow, yes, weekend, that's where it all happens. It happens for me every day. I love my work so much. I love my freedom so much also that I have during the week. And um, for me, I just love every day. And I think that if you hate Mondays, you really need to get another job. Or start another business. Or start a business. or, Or change something so that you don't need to live only in the weekends because you know life is already pretty short and there are heaps of Mondays in life and you just want to enjoy them all of them so that was a little speech about um, enjoying every day of your life and not only the weekends or the evenings or when you're free but design your life in a way that every day is enjoyable really and if that's not the case for you right now do something about it because you can totally design your own life i promise you i did it i help a lot of people do the same and you can do that too you are no different than me but that is not what this episode is about today i want to help you discover if you are sabotaging yourself are you Do you know that? It's very likely that you are. Because we all have an upper limit. And an upper limit is a certain tolerance for feeling good. That is basically what it is. An upper upper limit is the tolerance we have to feel good. So, there is an upper limit to that. That's what I first want to tell you. This episode is inspired by the book, The Big Leap. I'm reading that book, first of all, because I love books. And I have a lot of books waiting for me to uh, to read. And this year, 2020, my word for the year is Big Leap. Because I want to leap 
this year again. Last year, 2019, was not a leap year for me. I didn't make any big leaps. Yes, I made a lot of progress and transformation, but I didn't feel that I make a, made a leap. And for me, I love leaps. I love jumps. I think it's exciting. I think it's, it's, it's huge growth. And, um, and 2020 is a leap year for me. So I said, let me read the book. Mm, because it's probably going to explain me and help me on how I'm going to make a big leap. And it actually does. So it, uh, the big leap is, um, is for people who want to take their life to the next level. And it's talking about the upper limit problem. What I just told you. The writer of the book, Gay Hendricks, talks about the moment he realized he had an upper limit to the feelings of joy. And he's, he's saying this. He's telling a story where he was just in his office, enjoying, working, feeling good. And all of a sudden, he starts to worry about his daughter who is on a summer camp and he starts to think that she's probably missing home she's probably having a really hard time and he feels so bad that he's that he calls the supervisor of this camp to ask about his daughter she says your daughter is absolutely fine she's doing amazing and he's like really she's like yeah but don't worry many parents call call us when their kids are away and you know it's it's a normal thing to worry about your kids when they're away from home and he said why do you think that is and she says well you don't want to recognize how you miss her and so you think that she'll probably miss you and he thanked her and he hung up and that's when he realized Hey, one moment I'm feeling perfectly fine. And from one moment to the other, I'm feeling bad. I'm having a stream of negative thoughts that make me feel bad. And the next moment he realizes, oh my God, I'm having a stream of negative thoughts because I was feeling good. And that's when he basically found that he was having an upper limit To the, to the amount of good feelings that he could have. And he formulates the upper limit problem like this. I have an upper limit... No, sorry. I have a limited tolerance for feeling good. When I hit my upper limit, I manufacture thoughts that make me feel bad. The problem is bigger than just my internal feelings, though. I seem to have a limited tolerance for my life going well in general. Let's repeat that. I seem to have a limited tolerance for my life going well in general. When I hit my upper limit, I do something that stops my positive forward trajectory. I get into a conflict with my ex-wife. I get into a money bind or something else that brings me back down within the bounds of my limited tolerance. 
And this is something that I'm familiar with. This uh, phenomenon is something I'm familiar with. I've recorded a podcast about it. It's, it's called uh, The Power of Joy, The Life-Changing Power of Joy. And I describe how I used to sabotage good feelings. Having a fear of feeling good. Having a fear of feeling good all the time. And I really know that I'm not the only one. And especially this book makes me aware of the fact that we all have a certain tolerance for feeling good. Most of the time, we're not conscious about this fact. We don't know exactly where this is. But when we cross this upper limit, we'll do something unconsciously to sabotage those good feelings that success in his book he's um he's describing all kinds of examples and i want you to um to think about that for yourself as well while i was reading this book my husband uh, started telling me a story and i thought oh my god that is the perfect example for the upper limit problem and He tells me a story about a soccer player, a very young guy. He didn't have any education, so basically he didn't have much chance to become successful in the society. And then a soccer soccer team gave him the opportunity to sign a contract with them for $10 million. And what he did, he was so happy, quote-unquote, He went out to celebrate with his friends. He got so wasted and so drunk that he didn't show up the next day to sign the contract. And the soccer club said, no, thank you. We don't need people like you. Your chance is over. This is, according to to Gay Hendricks, and what I've understood from the upper limit problem, a very typical example for the upper limit problem. You have an amazing chance, but it's far from what you've been, from what you can tolerate in your life. And you sabotage it. You sabotage it because everything over that limit feels uncomfortable and so you come back to what makes you feel comfortable the first question that you need to ask yourself when you want to break through this limit is am i willing to feel good for more extended periods of time Or even, am I willing to feel good and have my life go well all the time? That's the first question. If your answer is yes, then yes, then great. If your answer is that's not possible, well, first of all, it is possible. I totally know it's possible because I have been, uh, I've been working on this for the last years and I've seen many people make a shift in feeling good and just feel so much better um, you know in general and have life go well most of the time 
or at least more than they were before. So you can change that. Um, and the question is not, it, it, the question is, are you willing to let the, to let this be a possibility for you? Are you willing to explore? Are you willing to consider the fact that this is possible for you too? If you have some resistance, that's quite normal also because human beings in general have very little experience with consciously cultivating the ability to feel more and more positive energy. The writer says there wasn't a class in elementary school or college that was called how to tolerate to tolerate longer periods of success and good feelings. And that's, of course, totally true. Um, in general, we are not used to feeling good all the time. We're not. Uh, we are, our brain wasn't made for that either. Uh, we are just starting to evolve in this area in, in, in feeling good and seeing the possibilities of feeling good. And uh, what if we could do that? What if we could have our lives go well all the time? Another reason why you might feel resistance is because of the fear of owning your full potential. That is very scary to many of us because if we start to own our full potential, we have no more excuses of why we didn't achieve something, anything. Because we could always say, well, I've tried really, I haven't tried really hard. I didn't do, I didn't give everything that I had. I didn't do my best. And I think definitely many of us are hiding in that corner as well. And it's even been something that I've been hearing hearing from one of my clients one time when we were discussing this topic and she said to me but living fully with an unpotential power to create anything is so scary for me It's so much scarier for me than having my power been taken away. Think about that. Think about that. Is that something that applies to you too? Do you somewhere feel scared for your unlimited potential and that you'll not have any more excuses to not make it happen to not show up do you maybe want to hide behind but 
I'm burnout or but I feel depressed or but I came from a broken family or but that's a very interesting question I think and he also says if you commit to your full potential you have to expect that your ego aka fear is going to show up because your ego has been busy all the time keeping you small keeping you exactly where you are so if you start to to make a um transformation if you start to play bigger your ego is going to show up c or c they say in spanish yes or yes it's going to show up anyway remember that i've remembered this i've reminded this to myself many times when i was taking a big leap into uh the online coaching business and that was my purpose that is my purpose and i knew that and i knew that i had to do that but i also had so much fear so much fear so much fear that um I can't remember wanting to stop but I can remember definitely wanting to hide and wanting to have um you know just 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 wanting to to stay small and 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 not show up fully because I felt so much fear and I reminded myself my fear is showing up because I'm making a big leap because I'm I'm getting closer to my purpose because I'm getting closer to my dream life and my freedom and all the things that I desire that is when your ego yells the loudest remember that when you're making a big leap remember that when you're following your dreams the closer you get the louder your ego will scream but feel the fear and do it anyway and it will fade away so one more time how the upper limit problem really works and how to recognize it so each of us has an inner them thermostat setting that determines how much love success and creativity we allow ourselves to enjoy this is a quote straight from the book we when we exceed our inner thermostat setting we will often do something to sabotage ourselves causing us to drop back into the old familiar zone where we feel secure unfortunately our thermostat setting is usually usually gets programmed in early childhood before we can think of for ourselves once programmed our upper limit upper limit thermostat settings hold us back from enjoying all the love financial abundance and creativity that is rightfully ours i think that is an important thing to realize we get set up in our childhood so if you 
if you've learned somehow in your childhood that you you're not deserving of love or you're not deserving or 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 um yeah yeah you're uh you're not somehow deserving of abundance then that's how your thermostat is set and if you make a spectacular leap in the in one area of your life such as money your upper limit problem quickly sabotages this leap throws something to you that keeps you from enjoying your new abundance one of the things that is mentioned in the big leap is guilt guilt is a way our minds have of applying a painful grip on the flow of good feelings do you recognize that for me i really do i really do guilt i have seen in my life also creeps up when i feel really good when i feel really good when i get to the next level i can suddenly feel really guilty i'm going to give you a real life example that just happened to me last week a little bit longer than a week ago Luckily I was reading this book and luckily I think even without this book I could have recognized that um that I was sabotaging myself because I've be- been becoming so aware of my feelings. So what happened is that well I've had an amazing uh an amazing time in the last months a uh, very intense but amazing with my family and friends coming over. We had an amazing time. I had a lot of free time. We had I've been experiencing feelings of abundance that are just beyond what I've ever felt during the wedding and you know just full ultimate abundance in my life. I've been feeling it, I've been seeing it, I've been experiencing it and the funny thing is is that I've also been telling myself After February I'm going to get to work like really hard, like really disciplined and I didn't see that as a bad thing by the way. And it doesn't have to be. But what happened is that after we went on a super cool short weekend trip me and my partner were talking and he was telling me that there are some really good rates to go to Miami like flying rates and i saw that day this is actually a different story but i saw that day that there were that uh Abraham Hicks which is one of my favorite teachers at the law of attraction was coming to Miami in april and so i i shared that with my husband and he's like we could go there if you want and i remember feeling resistance can you imagine so 
something is coming together. This is a pure synchrono synchronicity, synchronicity, sorry. Uh, synchronicity that's happening in my life. So things are coming together so perfectly in this moment that I've, that has been manifesting. That has been, that is the universe at work at its best at that time. And the opportunity to basically make one of my biggest dreams come true, which is go to Abraham Hicks, It's right in front of me and I feel resistance. I feel, oh, now maybe we need to go to work. Maybe we shouldn't go. We already went on a weekend trip. We're already going on holidays in July. I am completely sabotaging myself here. Luckily, I have an amazing partner who is proactive, who heard that You know, we were very close to realizing one of my dreams and it was completely possible. And, and he said, let's check tickets because they're only, you know, on, uh, you're like on sale today. And we did. And, and we booked also. And I felt guilty. I felt guilty. I realized that I was happy, but I was not as excited as I should and could have been. Why? Because something said to me, this can't be true. You couldn't be that. You know, you, this, this, is, this is basically, you shouldn't allow it. Basically, you don't, you already have so much abundance. You don't. This is over the top. Stop it. Can you believe that? And I'm so curious to hear if you recognize it because I'm 100% sure that I'm not the only one who's, who is sabotaging some kind of uh, the feelings of flow, the feelings of abundance. When I look back in my life, I see where I did that many times. And I want you to start seeing where you are doing that because when you can see that... You can stop doing it. That's how simple it is. That is how simple it is. Um, so it basically works like this. Um, when we're feeling good, we may come up against a hidden barrier of an old belief such as I must not feel good because fundamentally flawed people like me don't deserve this. For example. Then the old belief clashes with the positive feeling you're enjoying. One of them has to win. If the old belief wins, you turn down the volume on the positive feeling. If the good feeling wins, congratulations, your practice in expanding your capacity for positive energy is paying off. Your capacity expands in small increments each time you consciously let yourself enjoy 
the money you have, the love you feel, and the creativity you are expressing. Okay, so that's how it works. And I've just, I think, described a perfect example or where I had good feelings and certainly guilt crept in that said to me, you don't deserve that. Like you've reached your limit of abundance. And I could see that and I could throw away that old belief, turn it aside, come back to the positive feeling and enjoy that positive feeling and extend, expand my feeling and tolerancy of abundance that I allow in my life. So that is how you break through the upper limit. You see where it is. You see how you sabotage it. You see how you go from feeling really good to feeling not so good. You see what old belief belongs to that. And you let the positive feeling win. You stop giving attention to that old belief. Does that make sense? Then you've expanded consciously your tolerance for feelings of abundance, love, creativity. And if you allow that, you've just raised your upper limit. Congratulations, you can now receive more. You have a tolerance for more things to come into your life. Now, um, also, Gay Hendricks mentions other kind of examples, like for example, he says, uh, you're enjoying feelings of intimacy with your partner and suddenly you're, you got into a fight, for example. Um, or you've had, you've made an amazing leap in money and you've earned, uh, you earn a big amount of money with a big project and the next day you crash your car and you lose a lot of money because of that. Things like that, it can show up in different areas. And one part of the book talks about recognizing your upper limit in daily life. I will mention a few. The first is worry. Worry is pretending to be necessary. That is what Eckhart Tolle says. It's a beautiful quote from Eckhart Tolle. Worry pretends to be necessary. We worry and we feel like we have to because if we don't, then something bad will happen. But that's actually complete bullshit. Most of the time, worrying... No, I think 100% of the time, worrying is not good for anything. And it is a sign that you are upper limiting. You're upper limiting. You are um, basically hitting your upper limit. And you are invited to stop worrying, to, sh- to 
shift your focus and to feel what is really going on and what wants to break through. What good feeling wants to break through? Another one is deflecting. Um, deflecting is when somebody gives you a compliment and you basically turn it down. That is a very clear sign that you are unable to experience this flow of positive energy that is coming your way. Somebody is giving your, you a compliment, is saying something positive about you, about something, maybe about your clothes, maybe about your behavior, anything. And it's coming your way and you're turning it down by saying, you're not that good or you don't look that good or it's or you know you don't take the credit for it so you basically push the positive energy away the third thing is criticism and blame criticizing or blaming somebody is stopping the flow of positive energy and in the big leap gay hendrick explains that this is a sign that you have reached your upper limit because you are doing something a certain behavior instead of worrying or thinking negative thoughts or feeling guilt you are doing something that takes away this positive energy immediately because when you're blaming or criticizing somebody you're not feeling good you are distracting yourself from a positive feeling he also says that this could be an addiction and try to stop criticizing and blaming altogether because it is good for nothing the last thing which which you can with which you can recognize your upper limit is accidents or illness and i think this gets really really interesting gehendrick says that if you've been in an accident or you've been ill ask yourself am i hitting my upper limit did something positive just happen to me? And do I want to take basically my stream of positive feelings down? Or am I about to hit a certain breakthrough? And am I sabotaging myself to actually experience that? People, in this with what we're talking about right now, what is the most important thing is becoming aware of it. There is not, I don't have any recipe for you. If you want to know more about it, if you're super curious, if you wanna, uh, you know, stop sabotaging yourself and create so much more tolerance for all those positive feelings, read The Big Leap, of course, because I just highlighted some things out of The Big Leap. Read The Big Leap. But 
in my eyes, the most important thing is that you become aware of it. Become aware that you have a certain upper limit, that you have a certain tolerance and see where it is and see where you are still sabotaging yourself. Because once you know, you can simply stop sabotaging yourself. And when you do, you are expanding yourself. You're expanding that tolerance becomes bigger. And when you will probably feel it, you know, because you to to stretch that, you'll feel a little of uncomfortable, just like I felt a little bit uncomfortable when I, uh, uh, you know, booked that ticket for Abraham Hicks. I felt like, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm allowed to experience that. But when I do and I allow that, that's when I'm expanding. And that's what you're going to have to do for yourself too. So let me know what your insights were. Let me know if this was inspiring for you. And if you want to support this podcast, would you please leave me a review? You could just simply leave a review um, in the podcast app where it says write a review and I would be so grateful for that. So thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day. Beautiful. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Soul Sessions podcast. If you have enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would take a minute to hop over on iTunes and leave a review. Not only I love reading your personal messages, it also helps other listeners to find the Soul Sessions podcast. So keep chasing your desires, beautiful. I wish you an amazing day. And if you want to know more about me, hop over to riannafantel.com and I would love to hear from you.